0: Welcome to the Contemplative Creative Podcast. This free audio recording is made possible through gifts by people like you. Please consider making a donation or purchasing some of the goods we've made available through the support page of our website to help us offer unique audio teachings on the internet and to grow this community library. Thank you for your support. Reflection is healthy, but only if it's part-time. What's your New Year's resolution? (laughs) I don't really like that question when it's asked of me, but unless you're currently cloistered away in some monastery right now, we're at that time of year where this question is probably going to come up. Maybe you've given it some thought. Or perhaps you just roll your eyes at it and treat New Year's Eve just like any other evening and any other day that follows the one that came before it. Regardless, this question, and this time of year in general, invites reflection. Amongst the holidays that interrupt regularly scheduled programming in your routine this time of year, there is some room for each of us to catch our breath and wonder, where did the past year go? And what does the coming year have in store? Welcome to episode number 16 of Contemplative Creative, an audio podcast that tackles the deeper issues of today's creative landscape and living in a modern world. The goal uncovering insights to live more intentional lives as creative professionals and hobbyists, or even just as responsible human beings looking to live a life of meaning. My name is David Quiring, and I will be your host. This week, I would like to talk about reflection. Not what you see when you look in the mirror, but what you see when you look at the past. Time marches on, and things that happen become memories, slowly fading as we move into the future. But within these memories is the potential for us to learn. By reflecting on past experiences, we can adjust our conduct as we continue to move forward in the future. The essence of this podcast is essentially rooted in this reflective process. With each episode, we aim to thoughtfully turn a magnifying glass on a specific issue. Reflecting, contemplating, analyzing, and drawing insights we happen to glimpse in the process of all this. Through this, we aim to dive a little deeper than an ordinary conversation with our content. Reflection and contemplation are good things. They are healthy processes that allow us to continue to improve ourselves and that which we do. That's great, right? I think it's important to point out, however, and here comes a bit of a disclaimer for the whole contemplative creative podcast, that it is not healthy to Constantly be interacting with the world with a high level of analysis like we're presenting here. Being a conscientious person out in the world requires us to be present, and thoughts that pull us into the past or the future only distance us from what is directly in front of us. There is a fine line between beneficial reflection and overthinking, and the moment that the thinking becomes a barrier to action, there is some serious potential for problems. Reflection is healthy, but only if it is part-time. By default, we, and all animals for that matter, act out of a basic instinct. When we find ourselves in a situation, we react to what's in front of us automatically, based on this biological instinct, as well as our conditioned experience, our childhood, our past experience with similar situations and how we reacted then, or we tend to do the same thing rather than branch out and try something different in that similar situation. The benefit of this optimization is that we act quickly, which was especially important back when our two main goals were to eat and also avoid being eaten. Speed is important for both of these things. So biologically, it makes sense that we are optimized like this for survival. The downside to this reactive nature is that, in the brief moment between something being perceived and our reaction to it, there is little room for thought. Looking back at human evolution, it's easy to understand why our biology evolved to optimize for reactivity. But these days, our needs are a little different than they once were. For one, our base needs today are generally met, and we now have the time and energy for higher thoughts that previously there was no time for. Alongside this shift, our brains have grown and developed to make room for this. They've changed. But we still have a basic instinct that is carried forward, commonly referred to by neuroscientists as our reptilian brain, And we need to understand and work with it in the context of the world we live in now. We have instincts. Some are great, and others are antiquated. Reflection is, in a sense, taking a time out for thinking outside of that instinctive moment where we react. This time, and this thought, can inform our future reactions in similar situations with the benefit of the thought. In so doing, we can guide our instincts towards more intentional action. So what exactly is reflection? Well, reflection is a process, a process with the potential to allow us to learn to be a better version of ourselves. It is a process that is uniquely human. Other animals live purely in the moment. At any given time, they look at their immediate surroundings and consider their survival. Food, shelter, safety, the basics. Humans, on the other hand, have developed the unusual ability to consciously turn our focus inwards and consider the past and the future. In so doing, this gives us an evolutionary advantage in this present moment we can understand our interactions with the world more and let that inform our actions from this insightful understanding. Have you ever done something that you didn't feel so great about afterwards? Or maybe you've wished that you could have done something better? These feelings are indicators. Indicators that there is something to learn from that experience. Looking back and identifying what you would have done differently is a great way to change how you might act in a similar situation in the future. For better or worse, this ability to reflect is the evolutionary advantage that has allowed humans to flourish above all else here on planet Earth. We are able to see, or at least glimpse, the bigger picture and the role that we play within it. With this awareness, we are able to also see how we might change our actions to shift the impact of our role. Reflection is a means of self-improvement and extending our view of the world from being self-centered to wholly connected. With any process, there are bound to be some pitfalls to watch out for, and reflection is no exception. The ability to look at the past comes with a tendency to fixate on things that have already happened, which pulls us out of the moment. Worry and judgment of things that we can no longer affect can sneakily fill the front of our minds. On the other side of the temporal timeline, when we look to the future, it is all too easy to get wrapped up in stories that haven't even happened yet, and probably won't. Anxiety, fear, and all the crippling emotions that come along with them can really paralyze us if we don't remember that the future is still unwritten. Whether thinking back on your perception of something that happened or anticipating something that might happen in the future, it's important to remember that in the present moment, these are just stories. Either way, we must be careful in our thinking not to get stuck in the past or the future in ways that interfere with what is actually in front of us. It is good to be conscious and considerate of both the past and the future, but also not to give either of them too much power. Living life with an absence of reflection is frankly an irresponsible way to move amongst society when it's right there at your fingertips. But on the other side of the spectrum, it's also unhealthy to overanalyze things. It is all too easy to get stuck in a circle of thought, to the point where we become effectively paralyzed from taking action and moving forward. Once you enter this downward spiral of rumination, it can be very difficult to pull yourself out of. Some of the most prevalent diseases of our generation namely anxiety and depression, which affects most of us at some point in life, revolve around this psychological danger. Constant reflection becomes rumination and actually stops us from engaging with what's in front of us in life. When the mind gets stuck in the past or the future, we get stuck in the present. We are all susceptible to this, so the best thing you can do is to watch for it in yourself so that you can pull yourself out of this rumination when you spot it, or find an observant someone who is close to you and will happily give you a verbal slap when you need it. Hopefully they can snap you out of it when they notice you starting to slip into the old downward spiral. In the latter case, it would probably be a good idea too to remember not to get mad at them when they do so, because in the moment it may not feel so friendly. Anyway, this tendency towards circular thoughts is no reason to avoid analysis. Overanalysis, analysis paralysis, rumination... These words conjure up negative extremes of the process, but ones I think are worth mentioning because we seem to be increasingly getting stuck in our heads. As we turn our calendars from 2016 and look towards 2017, This time of year is certainly one that invites reflection. Do the work and contemplate, for yourself, the good and the bad. Where you've come from and where you'd like to go. Who might have disappeared from your life and who found their way into your life. Reflect, but then take the next step and step boldly out into the world. Take the merits of your reflection into your life and let it inform your actions. It really is all about the present, so be there with your full attention to experience it and move within it with intention. Let contemplation of the past and future only amplify your presence, rather than distance you from it. Remember that we reflect not to feel better about ourselves but to be our better selves. Life shouldn't always be so serious. It should be full of spontaneity, laughter, joy, sadness, calm, frustration. All of these things would not exist without their opposite. And that's the beautiful thing about life. It's kind of like a roller coaster with its ups and its downs. But isn't that better than living a flat life without either? You wouldn't experience the highs without the lows to give them contrast. Don't get stuck in the emotions, though. Let yourself laugh and cry. Trust in the lows that there will be more highs, and when you find yourself at a high point, don't deceive yourself that the lows will never come again. Reflection is healthy, just not when you're doing it all the time. Let it support you in the roller coaster of life so that you can better ride it, so that you aren't necessarily stuck on the tracks that are laid out in front of you. Instead, put your hands on the steering wheel, so that you can control your direction and go places you otherwise wouldn't. I'm going to leave it right there, but I want to say thank you for listening in 2016 from the bottom of my heart. A year ago this didn't exist, but now here we are. I'm looking forward to the future, 2017 and beyond. If you found this conversation resonated with you and would like to support more of them, please consider making a donation through our new Patreon page, which is linked to in the show notes as well as on our website. As soon as this is pushed out, we will begin looking at the next episode and who knows what potential it has. In the meantime, you can stay connected with us in between episodes by joining Contemplative Creative on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Links to all of that and more are over at our website at www.contemplativecreative.com. And that's it for now. I hope you had a memorable 2016, and I wish you all the best in the coming year. Thanks for listening. Reflection is healthy, but only if it's part-time.